Uh, well, the story of the night was no doubt, wow, she's fast. And let's relive that win in the Phoenix on Saturday. They're racing and She's a Pearl away quickly. Wow, she's fast. Went out hard from the outside. She's a Pearl's across to lead. Out by a length and a half. Wow, she's fast. Tyana Bell and then McInerney. They're followed by Patty Wants Pats. Well back to Tyana Bell. And then El Dorado. Ambron Boys a mile back. And Zippy Tesla last. She's a Pearl the leader. The two queens of Greyhound Racing. She's a Pearl one length to Wow, she's fast. And then Tyana Bell running on Ambron Boy as they turn. But Wow, she's fast. Got up on the rail. Ambron Boy storms. But the Queen did it. Wow, she's fast as won it. Beat an Amron boy by a neck in a memorable finish. It was a terrific race, and it was a brilliant call from James Vandermark. Mm. The Queen did do it. She won the Phoenix for the second time in two years. And uh, Cal, for Cal and Jackie Green, I've got no doubt it was a massive thrill on Saturday night. And Cal joins us on the program now. Good morning to you, Cal. Congratulations. Yeah, good morning. Uh, yeah, it was, um, it was a good night. When we spoke to you last week, you said the pressure was off leading into the Phoenix on, on Saturday night. How did it feel when she got the job done? Oh, probably um, fairly emotional for all the sports because that just going berserk and <laughs> uh, probably tried to get a bit of that rubbing off on, on us and, you know, Jackson was a bit overwhelmed, I think, and, yeah, it was a little bit uh, unreal and probably not, not really expected. Kel, when you look back in hindsight, that match race, the shootout at Sandown, could that have actually been the making of her? Because there'd been that little question mark about jumping and so forth. But that night, she flew the lids, had it down Ron Boy. Was that a real turning point that night for you, do you reckon? I think it might have helped, Sean. It was more, um, I think she just got hit a couple of times at the wrong spot, dogs running off the track, and lost her confidence a little bit. And that's probably what she was thinking about. And the fact that she did that against Cameron Boy and it wasn't a quick beginner cutting her off again, it's probably tough to go forward. She flew out on Saturday night. Yeah, look, she probably needed to do that, Sean, because um, there's a fair bit of speed on the inside and, you know, fortunately in our case, the dog jumbled up on the inside and she got across the second, which is probably better than I'd hoped for. And once she was in that position, I thought she'd got to be a fair chance. Cal, she's obviously now the first greyhound to have surged past the $2 million barrier, which is quite extraordinary to think that there are greyhounds now entering into that sort of territory. Um, she's still relatively lightly raced in her career in some respects, but she's achieved so much. What aspect of, of her career so far has been the most satisfying? Um, I think probably her consistency has probably been the main thing that that I look at and not sort of targeting easier races and probably could have had a better strike rate than 70%, which is ridiculous. But she's basically just targeted group racing and, uh, you know, it's probably been that aspect that she's kept her consistency up that, that sort of gets me motivated. And, Kel, often young greyhounds, when they start taking on the big league, if they get a bit of a biffing and a battering, they they sort of can get a bit shy of it all. But she's, she's just tough as teak. Yeah, look, she started off really tough, Sean, and and, um, and it was only there recently where she copped that belt a couple of times and, um, you know, she'd probably become a fraction shy in maybe one of her starts, and I thought, gee, you know, she's just lost that little bit of confidence. But on the trial track, she was still running as fast as times that she has in the, in the past. So I knew that she hadn't lost her ability and there was nothing wrong with her, but... She just lost that little bit of confidence and, mm. and needed a you know a clear run, like you said. So when that happened, it probably changed everything. So what do you do with her now? Oh, look, 
Jonas haven't even spoke to me since the race. There's <laughs> just a couple of texts, but I'll have a talk to them. With what we normally do, uh, we normally just target, you know, the bigger type races. So I guess um, we probably won't go to Brisbane. We might just put her away and now come back to the, the series at uh, the Meadows in March. So how long a spell would you give a kill? Oh, look, she'll just keep ticking over. I won't. Won't basically turn around. She just might have a week or two off and then just get her back up galloping again and, and doing what she does. But, um, yeah, look, it just gets a bit hard to try and train that way because it's a lot of easier racing in week in, week out. But, you know, there's probably not much point just going to a free-for-all at Sandown or the Meadows or, or racing the country. I just don't see much point in doing that with her. And, you know, you always got a chance of hurting yourself in any race. So we'll try and protect her as much as we can and keep her stuff down to a minimum because obviously breeding-wise, you don't want to overtax the media. You don't want to have too many starts if you're going to breed with a bitch. And mm. She's um, certainly proved that she's worth breeding with. And every run you give her, she's saying like a, a country free-for-all or something, it's one less bicky in the barrel, isn't it? Well, that's it. And, you know, a lot of people don't get that because I haven't seen that in Australian racing that you saw anyone targeted this. And it, it's a different, whole different setup that, that she's doing something and and it is easier to say that, you know, you could race a week in, week out, but you've still got the chances of a dog breaking down, a dog falling in front of her, um, smashed into a fence, or something bad happens. And I guess in group racing, everyone's trying really hard, and it's a tougher way to do it, but, but she's been able to prove that she's been able to stand up to that sort of pressure. How'd she pull up, Cal? Yeah, really good. Really good. Look, she's... Um, she doesn't... She just takes it all on her side and doesn't get phased by anything, so, you know, apart from the big crowd, the sports bet just came crazy on Saturday, yeah. it, it was just basically another race where she just goes back to, back home and then has a, an ice cream on the way home, she thinks she's done her job, <laughs> so... <laughs> Hey, because of what she's achieved so far, the, the, the comparisons are being made to the likes of Brett Lee and Fernando Bale, and rightly so, because she's been performing at the highest level and performing to the highest of levels. Um, how does it sit with you that you've, you've been able to train a greyhound that's being mentioned in the same sort of breath of those those star dogs? Yeah, look, it's probably a bit unreal because both those dogs had one gift that she hasn't got, and that's good box manners and brilliant early speed. She, she hasn't got that gift, and, and her best gift is down the back straight where she normally takes off. But, mm. you know, to be mentioned in those superstars with the same, you know, in the same breath is just, you know, surreal, really. We just don't, you know, can't sort of get, get our grips around that. It's just a, a big achievement, I guess. And we can only be proud of what she's done, and, um, you know, to win two Phoenixes is probably a dream come true. Now, Kel, I got a bit of mail that she probably pulled up better than you did yesterday. Yeah, yeah, look, um, apparently I wasn't real fresh on that dance floor. I never have been much of a good dancer, but <laughs> you try your best. And um, <laughs> I was just sort of going with the sports bet crazies, and they had a the bit of music, and they they just kept doing different <laughs> scenarios. So I just sort of joined in and made myself better than idiot there for a little while. Now, the other bit of mail I got was... <laughs> It was like putting a grade five dog up against Phoenix Stars. You're up against Dipper and Dermy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, and those boys are uh, pretty renowned for their rough, tough stuff. And, <laughs> uh, you know, Joel Selwood was there. Well, I didn't want to, uh, you know, upset Joel because he was, Jackie was all over him. She just 
You know, I couldn't get away to get a photo with him and stuff. And it, just, it was just one of those great nights. And, you know, even uh, Josh Jenkins rolled up too. And, you know, Tuna was there. It was just a, an unreal night. Yeah. Hey, Cal, if uh, Amron Boy's not already the biggest superstar in the game, well, he, he might be on his way. And he, he certainly proved on Saturday night that he's he's as good as any greyhound going around in the land. Were you worried at all when he was stalking her coming into the home straight? Uh, I think I had a bit of a heart flutter there for sure. M1 boy is absolutely on fire at the yeah. moment. And, and you know, it, he's basically unstoppable. The only, again, he would like to have better box manners and early speed. When you put your order in for fast green, that's the first thing you put in for. If he had that, he would be totally unbeatable and would be probably the best greyhound ever. Mm. Tell you what, Kel, in a couple of years' time, if Amron Boy and Wow She's Fast ever go on a date, I'd love to be a part of one of the offspring. Yeah, it'd be a nice date, wouldn't it? And, um, and the breeding would actually click too. They've they actually gone up very well. So I've already looked at that scenario and you just never know your luck. It might just happen. Yeah, it might be the first greyhound to go through the $3 million mark. You never know, Cal, what's, uh, what the future might hold. Can you believe, before we let you go, I'll ask one more question. Can you believe the impact that the Phoenix has had in just two years of, of actually being an event? Like, for, for a race, and I, I heard you say at the start how emotional you were to win that race on Saturday night. Can you believe a race that's only been around for two years can have that sort of effect? Uh, probably, I probably can't, Matt, because I generally don't get too emotional with a race. The dog races, the dog wins, the dog loses, and, you know, you walk away. But they sort of make you feel that way. They all felt part of the victory ceremony, the, the, the sports bet team, and whether whoever won the race, it was going to be representing their team. And I believe it's the best race that we've ever had. And I think it will develop in people's minds as the best race to target. Mm. It's just, uh, I used to love the Melbourne Cup and try and, you know, think that was the best. But I do believe the Phoenix is even better. Well, Kel, we'll let you go and pump another Panadol in <laughs> and come good. Good on you, Sean. Well done, Kel. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Sean.